When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Lions have got their big one on Sunday. Yep. Against North. And we've got Kate McCarthy on the line, who was one of the real speedsters for the Lions and a former All-Australian and now doing a wonderful job commentating on all matters AFLW. Kate, good morning to you. Are you excited? Morning, guys. Yes, very excited. Um, going to be a big weekend down here, obviously in Melbourne, but also a big weekend for the Queenslanders up in Brisbane and Queensland too to get around their teams. Because obviously, got the Lions on Sunday, but they've got the Brisbane Heat too in the WBBL final. So another big weekend for Queensland. Now, are you hearing any whispers from your former Lions teammates about Dakota Davidson and her fitness with this knee? Um, from what I've heard, she will most likely line up and play, yes, 100%, I would say, at this stage. And having a read of how she looked last night at training, sounds like she'll be a definite starter. Oh, fantastic. And I'd like to also compliment you on your commentary too, Kate. You, you're one commentator that that seems to be seeing both teams. <laughs> when you listen down <laughs> south, they, they don't even mention the lines, do they? Um, but, but you're certainly um, mentioning yeah. the, the Geelong Cats, for example, the other night. Yeah, it's um, I think it's something that you realise when you move, you come from a different state. And I think when I was up there, we were very aware of the Victorian bias that sometimes occurs in AFL, um, seeing as they think that their state is the only state that seems to play. Um, but yeah, no, it's been it's been good, and it's been good to sort of be able to provide a little bit more insight into the Brisbane team. Obviously, spending a fair bit of time up there um, for the first three years of the comp, and be able to give a bit of a unique perspective into football in Queensland as well. Yeah, well, uh, are there things you're liking in this current Lions squad? Because it was pretty brand new at the start of the year, wasn't it? I think that's the thing that I do like. I think the ability for just year after year when Brisbane have obviously copped a lot of um, player movement with expansion, which had to happen with expansion, but the Lions have lost some really big players, especially in the last off-season. So the leading goal kicker for the league, Jesse Wardlaw, and then two All-Australians in Emily Bates and Greta Bodie as well. And for their ability to be in a grand final, losing three of their arguably best players from the season before is phenomenal. And I just love that they do it from homegrown talent as well. So many girls that have come all the way through the pathway. Um, even Belle Dawes on the weekend was, in my eyes, the best on ground. Okay. And she's come all the way through the Brisbane path or the Queensland pathways. And she was there as a train on, as like an under 16s train on when I was still playing. And she's gone all the way through the Lions Academy as well. So it just shows how good the football program is, obviously led by Craig Sarsovich up there and supported really well by Emma Zilke as well. So, 
yeah, I just think their ability to foster homegrown talent and obviously develop them super well to be ready for the next level is super impressive. Yeah, I was I was going to ask you about that. I mean, there's obviously a, a, a real resolve within the playing group because it seems every season they get ravaged. But what about Stasevich? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's been the constant, hasn't he, Craig Stasevich? In, in this, and uh, I tell you what, he's got to he's got to take a fair deal of responsibility for what this club has been able to do in making a fifth grand final. Absolutely, and um, also the other person that's been there from the start is Bree Brock. Um, she's been their CEO of Women's Footy, and the two of them, since day one, have been sort of at that club or before day one when they had to build their list before the first season even started. Um, And absolutely the two of those have been able to keep an eye on the talent that's around and and Craig has put together such a good program. Um, The one thing that I think the Lions do better than sort of any of the clubs I've been to or any of the clubs I've had anything to do with is just that professional standards element. Um, They're sort of there to, to be footballers and to be professional footballers and they understand that there's certain things that come with that and they're not afraid to hold their players to those standards. Um, and I think that's why they get the best out of them week in, week out and season by season as well. Um, and that's obviously led by Craig and Bree, but really embraced by the, the playing group as well. And, and the girls aren't afraid to sort of hold each other to those standards that they expect of all of their playing group. Yeah, there's a lot of trust there, that's for sure. Now, 1.30, Sunday lunchtime, a big hyped home crowd. Um, If you get in front early uh, when the home crowd is so big, they can become very heavy on North Melbourne, I reckon. Yeah, definitely. I think they probably, somehow Brisbane are going into their fifth grand final as the underdog of the game. Um, I don't think they've started as favourites in any of them that they've played. obviously have won the one premiership um, and would love a second one to go with it. But you're right. I think the home crowd can be such a weapon to North if they get in front early, but also put a whole lot of pressure on them um, if they are to, I guess, give away a little bit of an early lead as well. So I think Brisbane can play with a whole lot of freedom, knowing how to stand up and play in big finals, whereas North are yet to sort of play in that big grand final yet. So having the home crowd could be a huge help for them or it could put a little bit of added pressure on them as well. Yeah. The, Emma Carney will probably get through that sort of atmosphere. But what about these tall athletic Fords they they have, uh, the North Melbourne Kangaroos? Yeah, so they're probably the first team in AFLW to have like a three-pronged tall forward line. Usually you see one or two key talls for women's footy and then the rest are smalls around them. And um I think Talia Randall, she played in, um, I think, the second grand final for us down there. So, actually, she played in the first two as well for Brisbane. Righto. Um, and so she'll be she'll have a little bit of experience, but um, the likes of Kate Sheilor, she'll stand up in big games, absolutely. She's an experienced campaigner, so she'll be ready to go. And I think the question mark would probably be around, like, Kim Rennie and Emma King in their ruck duo, what they can do and... We know how good Talia Hickey can be in the ruck, so I think that'll be an interesting battle. But um, I think Brisbane need to really get their running game going. If they can get their running game going and change lanes, change angles, and try and take tall targets out of the way for North Melbourne, I think that's probably their best way to sort of counteract their three-pronged tall system. Mm. My producer just whispered in my ear, rather unkindly, North haven't won anything since Heels was playing cricket, so that was a fair while ago. <laughs> yeah. So, so that, that'll be pretty desperate. Absolutely. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, but you know, desperation's not what you need all the time, is it? Eh? Hey, how do you see it unfolding? I mean, just from my observations, uh, the Lions' defence, I mean, they, they don't let the wind through, do they? No, that's exactly right. I think their defence is so well set up. So I think that also comes from the pressure that their mids apply to. So their mids just put so much pressure on the ball carrier that they can't really get a clean kick out, which brings the Lions defence into some really nice positions to be able to intercept the ball and send it straight back at them. But yeah, when you say, how do I think it it will play out? I think it's going to be a very, very tight game. I think neck and neck, most of the game, um, lots of pressure, um, a lot of sort of high pressure, scrappy football at the start. And then I think it'll open up a little bit as the game goes on, as we expect from most finals. Um, and yeah, I think Brisbane will get over the line just, but I honestly, looking at the preview and everything, it's going to be a very, very tightly contested game. All right. Yeah, Let's hope stuff. that Brisbane get across the line. Kate, you're doing a sensational job. We really appreciate your time this morning. Thanks, Kate. No worries. Thank you very much, guys.